When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters is on the air. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure-earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as entrepreneur, author, speaker Deborah Hartnett showcases the triumphant journey of these powerful sisters. You'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278 or listen live 24 hours a day at www.wealthysisters.com. Now... Our host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and a welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the Big Thinker Academy, providing professional solutions for maximizing human potential. Definitely you want to visit our website at www.bigthinkersacademy.com. Stay tuned for the nonverbal workshop that is the art of reading body language on February 21st, 2012. What a way to start your new year off. If you are in sales, you're in marketing, uh, human resource, law enforcement, uh, security, this is a workshop that you want to attend. It will be taught by former U.S. intelligence agents and um, also officers. So go to www.bigthinkers.com. Thinkers Academy, and check out the art of reading body language. Well, Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women. And at first, you know, our purpose is to do what? As we always say, first, we must inspire and encourage you, the listener, and second, we'd love to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today is another fabulous Monday. We're almost ready for the holiday season. It's December 12, 2011, and I hope you're as excited about your future as I am, uh, because trust me, no matter what it looks like, it is bright. Turn your expectant level on high. I tell you what, this quote came to me today, and I think about all the little things we think about, those little sayings. Well, I just say this is a myth buster. You ever heard people say a watch pot never boils? Well, I'm here to say that it does. It's called expectation. So if you expect it, turn it on, and I'm telling you, whatever you expect, you shall receive it. So you know what? We are here Every week at the same time, that's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so do us a favor and spread the word. Now I want to give a huge thank you to the Lincoln Lounge here on Blog Talk Radio for selecting and featuring our show, Wealthy Sisters, among some of the best conversations here on Blog Talk Radio. Have you all seen the new Lincoln MKX? I'm telling you, it's 
a sharp ride. It really, really is. And it's filled with the latest technology as well that will continue to make your local and long distance drives very smooth. I mean, you know what? That would make a lovely Christmas gift for someone special. So visit the Lincoln Lounge here on Blog Talk Radio for more details. Well, you know, my new my, my little eight-year-old daughter, she keeps me in stitches, and, and she's learned this new catchphrase, can this get any better? Uh, she says this when she's extra excited about something. And, of course, my answer is always a resounding yes, yes, yes. Well, that's how I feel about today's show. You know, every week we're honored and proud and blessed to be able to deliver you the best the audience that you are, the world's greatest content. And today's show, we're doing it again with the fourth part of our continuing series, Wealthy Direct Sales Women, in celebration of our highly anticipated new release, Wealthy Direct Sales Women book. You've got to go to WealthyDirectSalesWomen.com right now and check it out. Well, today's show, we are featuring some of the top women in the industry. I have the privilege of interviewing the young woman who has created, I like to say, her own Bentley Club, Miss Lisa Cloud, Lisa Nicole Cloud, that is, and uh, she has leaders all across the country, and also the legendary, phenomenal, just Miss Classy herself, she is the epitome of class, millionaire several times over, Miss Carol Wall. So you know what I need you to do right now. Mark your calendars. You go and call everybody, text them, tweet them, Facebook them, tell them to dial in right now, 347-838-9278. They want to catch this show right away. 347-838-9278. Some awesome nuggets will be shared with you today. You can always follow us at Wealthy Sisters on Twitter and Facebook as well. And also, you're logged here on the Blog Talk Radio. You can follow us here as well. So let me just introduce to you the phenomenal women that we have on our show today. We're going to actually switch up a little bit and start out with the legendary Miss Carol Wall. Uh, she is fantastic. Um, you know, she paints the picture of major success in network marketing, direct sales, just like, you know, the president. Carol works from home without the near pressure. She has earned, get this, her MBA, which is the massive bank account, all right, using Auburn as her vehicle to personal success and financial freedom. Carol joined Auburn. 20 years ago, more than 20 years ago, actually, after a 10-year great career at Xerox, she chose to embrace Auburn as an entrepreneurial business builder. Since then, Carol's paid off one nice home, then built her dream home in a gated golf community in Brentwood, Tennessee. So you all know where that is. You know what she's doing. Auburn, the wellness, nutritional, and skincare company, has recognized Carol at her global conferences for various honors, such as the number one in Parade of Champions, the number one President's Award, number one Vice President's Parade of Champions, I mean number one personal sponsor. She is just number one. And Carol consistently is listed in her team in the top 25 of Auburn's Millionaire Dollar Club. So when we come back from this short break, I have the pleasure of introducing you to Miss Carol Wall. Having more money won't solve your problems, but being a trusted client of Visionary Financial Strategies will. 
Your help begins on the web by contacting VFStrategies.com. That's VFStrategies.com. Or 410-929-4837. Again, 410-929-4837. At Visionary Financial Strategies, every financial move must have a purpose. Visionary Financial Strategy. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Well, yes, we are live and we're back on the Wealthy Sisters. Want to say hello to everybody that's signed on. I tell you, these lines are packed out and we see you there in the chat room. Welcome, 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 and happy holidays to everyone. You know, we're just so excited, and, and like I said earlier, we have our expectancy level on high for 2012. So the more we all focus on that, guess what? The more you will see your dreams become a reality. Well, today's show is going to be a great one, just as always, and I am not going to hold her from you any longer. We want to introduce to you none other than the legendary Miss Carol Wall. Hello, Miss Carol. Hello, Deborah. Gosh, who could live up to all the things you say about me? <laughs> I tell you, who could, honey? You already have. <laughs> that is a oh, big past tense and continuously oh. doing it. <laughs> well, thank we, you. We just have a lot of thank you. I enjoy uh, doing this, and I hope I can say something important. We'll see. <laughs> Well, you always do, and, you know, that's what I really love about you. You are so humble. You really, just being a part of our project, we really thank you for that, this wonderful book that's coming out the first part of next year, Wealthy Direct Sales Women, and, and you even taking the time to be on the show today. So it just, it just, I just want everybody to be, uh, just to have the privilege of, of knowing you and, 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 and just the, the power that you have in your humility. So we thank you and applaud you today. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. So tell us, we know you are in Tennessee, but right. where did you grow up and what meant when well, did you meet in what we see today? Born, I was born in Nashville. And, you know, you don't meet many people that, are, that live here that uh-huh. uh, actually live in Brentwood, which is a uh, suburb of Nashville. But, I mean, I was born here. I have lived in a couple of other places. But, uh, let's see, I lived in Houston, Texas. I've lived in Los Angeles. And I am at my home, and I don't plan to go anywhere else. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, did you ever imagine the lifestyle um, that you have today that you – did, did you know? Did you were your parents entrepreneurs? No. How did you get on this no. path? No, I, well, my best friend from um, high school became president of Arbonne. Rita Davenport's her name. She's no longer the president, but she was very influential in my success. And uh, she talked to me for three years. Anybody that knows who Rita Davenport is knows that she talked to me for three years. And I'm going, my goodness, uh, you know, surely she'd want me to be successful. And I was at Xerox, and I thought I was a big deal there, you know. And they don't plan for you to make too much money, uh, 
uh, there, and she kept telling me I needed to be building my own legacy. And, you know, the teacher arrives when the student is ready, and so I wasn't ready, and I listened for three years, and I went to the mailbox, and I got this fabulous magazine out of the uh, mailbox, and she was in this what I call a beaded long gown sitting at uh, the baby grand piano with the founder of our company, Petter Morick, and he was in black tux and just looking so good you know and I thought oh my goodness look at this she you know she lives in Phoenix and I was in Brentwood Tennessee and I'm and I just didn't see the whole picture and so um, no I didn't start out here and it took me I'm a slow start it took me three years to figure out that that's what I wanted to do and Mm -hmm. um brought it to this side of the country, and Lord have mercy, I now have a national vice president that's in my success line in Australia, one in Canada, and I'm going, holy cow, you know, that's pretty awesome. (laughs) So I almost say it was an accident. It was desperation that put me in the business, and, and, Uh you know, it just, uh, I never thought that I would be that wealthy or anything, so it's pretty awesome. Well, that's beautiful. Now, 20 years ago, more than 20 years ago when you started in this industry, I know and coming from the corporate background that you came from, how was that transition uh, for you uh, with your family? I mean, I I can imagine maybe your friends, if they think, Something was wrong with you for making that Yeah, they thought I was having a breakdown and having a real crisis. And uh, I remember my daughter was with Ralph Lauren, and she was at the um, uh, at the mall, and she had just graduated from college. And, and she thought, oh, Mom's just having a breakdown. Well, about after I'd been in the business three years, then she came to me, Mom, tell me about this Arbonne thing. And so, you know, and so then she became a vice president with us. And so uh, it just, um, pretty soon people get tired of, of the rat race that goes on with corporate America. And if you can just keep hanging in there long enough with somebody, they'll be tired of it too. And they'll anybody with a lot of get up and go will be tired of it. Let me put it that way. Some people have to be told what to do. Other people want to go out and, and make things happen. Mhm, mhm, mhm. So tell us a little bit about you know how you guys started on your journey, and we you know we have people that are all over the world that's tuned in, and they're all all in several companies. And what we love, you know, the principles stand true no matter what company you're in. Of course, exactly. there'll be details that are different that you need to know about your service or your product. But tell us what were some of the fundamental things that you did when you got started, and what helped, and what you realize you know you could improve upon well i could improve upon everything because i mm. i feel like i learned i i did everything wrong and then i would learn from it and mm-hmm. so you know you start out and um a, a friend that i didn't know before arbon uh she would come over to the house and then she, she was the first person that joined my business and then I said, I looked at her and I said, well, what about Monday nights? Will you, will you bring somebody and I'll bring somebody? And the next thing I knew, my house was full of people. And so mm-hmm. in one room, in one room we would do uh, an opportunity presentation. In another room we would do a makeup class. And in another room we'd do training. And that stayed what we did for a long time. And that did work. That mm-hmm. did work. 
Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, you try things and you go, ooh, I do it different, you know. I, I don't think I've ever done a class to where I came away feeling like I did it all right, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's okay, too. That's, you know, mm-hmm. you learn from that and you try to figure out, okay, what could I do different? What could I do better? And sometimes you have the what we call the mascara demonstration where somebody just buys a token mascara. And one of the first classes that I did many years ago, I, I went to Woodbury, Tennessee, wherever that is. I still don't know. I live in Middle Tennessee, and I don't know. But I went to Woodbury, and this woman that was going to do the class, she didn't tell me that she kept three-year-olds. And she didn't tell me that all the mothers smoked. And so there I was, allergic to smoke, and we were sitting around her kitchen table, and all these kids were running and screaming. And so there was a token mascara purchased, and I cried all the way home. I thought, oh, what have I done? What have I done? And, you know, and by the time I got home, I talked to myself, and I said, you know, but I did this for the Wall Foundation. And, you know, so I got myself all psyched back up after that. But, you know, not everything is perfect, and usually it's just inch by inch, life is a cinch. And so mm-hmm. you just have to keep on keeping on, you know. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. dream up, you dream it, and then you do it. Dream it, mm-hmm. do it. Dream it, do it. Dream it, you do know? it. Wow. Dream mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. do it, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can dream it. So I, I, it sounds like maybe you're saying the difference between a dream and a wish is actually putting the action to it. Yeah, <laughs> that is so true because you know everybody wants to wants that white Mercedes that's our company car, and mm-hmm. everybody will tell me, yeah, I want that car, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes to get the car. And mm-hmm. you know it takes talking to a lot of people. They say that the sale is made on the eighth call. In statistics mm. of sales, the eighth mm-hmm. call. Well, how many people do you know that would call you back eight times? You mm-hmm. know, usually mm-hmm. if you get a second call, that's pretty courageous of somebody. You know, mm-hmm. but if the sale is made on the eighth call, then you've got to really keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you're talking about the sale on the eighth call, and so that that brings uh, up the subject of numbers. Um, you know, when you when as someone that's just getting started, or someone that's been in the industry for a while, how important are numbers or your contact list? Is that is that Ooh, something? The contact that, list. That's one of the first things that we try to get people to do is to sit down mm-hmm. and do at least a hundred names because they say that every person, really, if you sit down and think about it, you know, almost three hundred people. And so if you can get a 100 names down on a list and then you can go back and find out, all right, who do you have the most influence with of those 100 names? Who would uh, be, who who really uh, has a lot of energy and wants to go and be somebody, you know? Because some people, they just think their husband's going to go and be somebody or they think that their life is devoted to their children, which that's a great thing too, you know, everything in moderation. But then you've got to find out who you are and the different, the journey that you're on. Just, um, you know, life just changes so gradually. And so I look back on things and I go, gosh, why didn't I just quit? When it got hard, why didn't I quit and go away? And it's just not who I am. 
Mm-hmm. I remember at uh, at Xerox one time, uh, we, I went to Leesburg to school, and uh, I was an what they called an older hire at the time because they hired just straight out of college. And I remember all those fresh young minds were just fantastic. And there I was in my 30s, and I felt like, holy cow, I'll never keep up with them all. You know, mm-hmm. and so I stood in the shower and I just cried and cried, and I thought I'd go home if I could, but I can't. And so, you know, I just that's just sort of the type thing that comes to mind, where a lot of people sit down and quit forever, or they quit for ninety days, or they quit for six months, or they'll tell me, well, now I'm just going to see where this goes, and I just want to have a slow business. And I used to say, that's what I want is a slow business, slow boat to China. <laughs> I don't want a slow business. Come on, let's be a dynamo. <laughs> yeah, so you learn to change those words, huh? <laughs> yeah, let's be a dynamo. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, I just, uh, I'm just amazed sometimes that, at, and then, Timing is everything. You know, I have to go back and remember that Rita talked to me for three years, and mm-hmm. I just didn't get it. And so that's why I try to be I try to be patient and teach people that, you know, just keep in touch with people. We call it dripping on them, the way mm-hmm. you just keep talking about it, keep talking about it. And when the timing's right, maybe they'll decide to do something. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know, but now our business we we laugh and say he who dies with the most ID numbers wins, and that just <laughs> means that everybody gets a discount, and you just go find all your friends that want a discount. Nobody wants to pay retail. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask. You, we have a question in our or in our chat room. Uh, Terry yeah. wants to know what talk to about uh, cold calling. Have you done any cold calling before? Well, I used to. I used to, and I don't like it. I just plain mm-hmm. don't like it. I don't want to do it. I just don't mm-hmm. think that uh, that you have to do it that way. And I guess mm-hmm. it depends on the product that you have. But you know, mm-hmm. with skincare and nutritionals, you you want to work someone's warm market. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you you've got a friend who's got some friends, and they know a lot of people you don't know. And so mm-hmm. you're just mm-hmm. trying to to get acquainted with their warm market and in their warm market you just just think if you if you sit down with six people and talk about your business those six mm-hmm. people if they know 300 people somewhere in their lives that's right. a lot of people and right. so you know I, I just like a warm market much better than a cold market even though I was at Xerox I had I uh called on uh big co- corporations and I, you know, I wouldn't have made it in the. I say I wouldn't have made it. I probably wouldn't have taken the job if they had put me in with the small businesses where you had to make fifty calls a day. Right, right, and right. I've right. heard that. Yeah, and I've heard that some of the uh, direct sales companies that for you to be successful, you have to make all these calls a day. And so right. you know, I just I just think it that that's a that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> right. Right. Well, well, you know, and and a lot of times people think that what you just said, and I, and I trust I trust everyone got it that the warm market is 
from your people that you know and the people that they know, that's considered warm market. Sometimes people right. think calling those individuals might be cold calls. So that's great that you brought that point up, that, you know, it's, it's tapping into others' warm markets, always getting that referral of, right. um, you know, someone, especially if you if you sell a product or a service. It's, it's nothing wrong with asking, you know, who do you know might exactly. want the same know? product? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Who do you who do you know that cares what they look like? Who do you know that wants mm-hmm. to lose some weight? Who do you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and so mm-hmm. you just have to ask. And people have trouble asking sometimes. Some Why do you trouble. think people have trouble asking? Well, it's either the fear of rejection of somebody's not going to want to do it, or um, you know, it's hard. It's sort of hard to pinpoint, I think, why people mm-hmm. don't want to do it. And maybe it's the way that you ask. Maybe it's the way that mm-hmm. I ask. Because sometimes mm-hmm. people, uh, like I had uh, a bathroom party over here, and we had a whole lot of people in the bathroom, and we got the video <laughs> on Facebook and all this stuff. And I get this email from this friend I had invited, and she said she was going to do something. And then she said, and then I, I'm going to a purse party. And uh-huh. I thought, well, wonder what kind of party she thinks I'm having over here, you know, because <laughs> she knows she uses my product. Maybe she just thinks she would tell me what she wants and she'll buy it. But right. I thought, okay, you know, and you right. just don't put skincare up against jewelry and purses and all that because people are the way that our eyes work. We're just uh, excited, you know, we're about whether it's purses or whether it's jewelry or whatever it is, we're excited about that for the moment, but yet your face is the first thing that enters the room. Mm-hmm. So you know, let me but, ask you. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Yes. No, no. I was just, I was just, I don't even know what I was going to say, so you go ahead. <laughs> I apologize. I didn't make you lose that thought. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to happen. So, That's so right. tell us too now. Um, we know that you, you know, have had twenty plus years in this industry, and uh, what what have and you you've kind of mentioned some of the things. What what do you suggest for people that might be in a um, new situation or might be in a a situation where they feel like they really want to give up? What kind of principles? Can you share with them? Well, you've got to treat it like a business from the very beginning. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just say, well, I'm going to try this for 30, 60, 90 days, and if it doesn't work out. And so you've got to really um, treat it like a business. That's the number one thing that I tell people because most people don't treat my kind of business like it's a real business. Mm-hmm. And I talk a lot about building a million-dollar team mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that, you know, and so a lot of uh, – I wish I had known more about that at the beginning, and mm-hmm. I don't think I did. I didn't I didn't start this business to be a millionaire, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. And there's a great quote by Jim Rohn, if I can remember it, that mm-hmm. uh, – don't don't join your business to become a millionaire. Join it for what it can do for you, and I'm paraphrasing. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, the personal growth that comes from really doing the very best job that you can and the mm-hmm. confidence that comes, because I didn't have confidence when I first started my business. And mm-hmm. now I'm going, oh, look at my big office here and my chandelier that's hanging in my office. And 
And I thought, to, and I, with no makeup on, good skin, but no makeup on. And so I'm going, I've got a face for radio today. <laughs> did I answer that question? Did I, did I do enough about, okay. Right. Yes, you did. And talk to us about that confidence. How important is confidence? Because you said this is something that you gained, and that obviously that's, yeah. that's something that's important to you. Tell very us more about that. Very important to have the confidence because, uh, oh, I still get nervous at every everything I do. You know, like mm-hmm. when I knew I was going to do this this morning, I wouldn't have been late calling in on this call. And, <laughs> You know, it it was just very important to me, and yet I get a little bit nervous. But I think that's just a real good indication that you care and that you're trying to do the best you can. And it just came into my mind one of the ENVPs that uh, Arbonne talks about that uh, the first class that she did, she nearly swallowed her tongue. And, you know, she just said, I was so nervous, I couldn't stand it. And she just got better and better. She still got nervous, but she got better and better. And I think that's just what we've got to do is to keep on trying to improve what we do and to be a learner of your industry, whatever that is. You've got to learn everything, but you can't just have paralysis. uh, I call it analysis paralysis where you're just uh, trying to learn everything before you go and do because we're in a learn uh, learn and go business, you know, that you just, you, you make a lot of mistakes and you just hope that you can outrun the mistakes with something good that you do. And don't right. beat yourself up too much. If you, if, you, if you mess up, just tell the person there, I wish I had done more, more of this, to be able to say, you know, you too could be an MVP. I just, I just messed up that presentation and, and they're still going to send me a check. <laughs> I mean, that is just the way uh, our business works, and I can be a a screw-up all day long, and they're still going to mail me the check. (laughs) Well, you know, it's so important. I love it, though, because, first of all, people do appreciate you uh, and appreciate individuals that are real and that are authentic. And just like you said, if you show that, hey, I I, I, look, Mm -hmm. I've messed up, and, and many times people don't even really know that you've no. done something or said something <laughs> that wasn't quite right or maybe you could have added this or that. You know, people most times they don't know that. But, you know, the fact that you're human and you're saying, oh, I didn't, oh, wow, you can laugh at yourself. I've found right. that people really, really appreciate that, haven't you? Yeah. You found that. And the laugh felt. at yourself. Oh, I tell you what, I'm a, I am a riot over here, and I laugh at myself a lot, just uh-huh, a lot, uh-huh. because it's, it's really hard to get it all right, you know. As much as I would love to tell you, it just doesn't happen. And, uh, you know, just but I do treat my business like a business and don't hang out too long with the wrong people that are not real positive and upbeat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think about what if my mother had not bought product from me 
And I mm. look back on that and I go, oh, that would, would I have quit if she had not bought product for me? There are plenty of others that didn't, but you've got mm-hmm. certain people that are so important to you that when they mm-hmm. don't want to cooperate, you know. And, of course, uh, with, my, with my daughter, I didn't uh, give her any product at all. She would have to come to me to get some because she was always down at the mall and she was just a snob for all the stuff. <laughs> You know, uh-huh, and so, uh-huh. so she but when she started standing on her feet and getting a little uh-huh. bit wiser and older, you know, you begin to go, oh, so that's what uh-huh. retail is, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so yeah. I, I'm always saying, if I go to the, if you ever see me at the mall, ask me if I'm lost, because I just don't go to the mall. <laughs> and I, you know, I. When I first uh, uh, left my corporate job, I would say, okay, I'm going to sleep till I want to get up, and I'm going to mm-hmm. do this, that, and other. Well, hey, you can't do that if you run a business. I mm-hmm. tried it for a while, and pretty soon I thought, no, something's wrong with this. So now, still today, I am up between 6 and 6.30 every day. Now, I don't have to get out and fight the traffic like I used to, and I don't really do alarm clocks unless I'm catching a plane or something. You know, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it is um, it is just fantastic to call the shots yourself of how mm-hmm. you want your business to be mm-hmm. and how you are. And so, I mean, there's so many wonderful people that are looking for an opportunity to do something exceptional. And this yes. allows you to go be somebody, you know, just yes. go be somebody. And at the time, I didn't realize it. I said it, it was desperation that sent me on this path because as I left Xerox, I was trying to figure out, well, what am I going to go do? And, of course, they make you feel like you're all washed up. But you know when you get on the elevator and you start crying that, mm-hmm. and you're going up to your business, you know that's not good. You've got to get out of there. You know, you've got to get out of there. I don't care what's going on. You've got to get out of there. And so that was sort of where I was. And then um, it, it forces you to make decisions in other directions. And I went and interviewed with another major company. And I thought, golly, this is just more of the same. Why would I do that? And so then I started talking to my friend that was talking about building a legacy. That sounded like a lot more fun than what I was doing. Mhm, mhm. Yeah. And all the while, you, 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 you raised. You were single at this time with with your children. Uh, no, no, I was mm-hmm. married at the time. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was married the whole time until recently. Until well, mm-hmm. to the last five years. Yeah, the last mm-hmm. five years. And mm-hmm. uh, both of my children are area managers in my business on their way to vice president. And um, my uh, daughter was a vice president, and she chose the man over the business. And you know, you can you can do that. You've got choices, mm-hmm. and that's that's mm-hmm. another big big thing. Is I love the choice of doing what I want to do when I want to do it to grow my business. Mm-hmm. How important and, is that for women? You think to be able to have a choice? You know, oh, that, that, very that, important because a lot mm-hmm. of women in their lives working for their family, not working for, but but building up their children. And Mm -hmm. one of the best things you can do for your children is to be successful yourself. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. know you can't put that you can't put your career path in front of your family, in front of God. You've got to get your priorities straight. But mm-hmm. but I always say that you um 
you pray like it's all up to God, but you work like it's all up to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I, I like remember. That. Oh, I love it. I love it. I apologize. I, I didn't want to cut it's you okay. off there. Wow. I just You just made me think about um, when we were doing an interview for the book, which everyone has to go to Wealthy Direct Saleswomen and click yeah. on Carol Wall. You'll be able to get the book from her. But I, I, And it's coming out first of uh, 2012. But I remember we talked about, as women, a lot of times, like you said, we spend a lot of time on our children, which is so important. We have to do that. But at sometimes we... In the midst of everything, we kind of maybe put our goals or our dreams um, on the shelf or we kind of forget or lose. And then a lot of times you see people when they become what they call empty nesters, they become depressed because Mm -hmm. they don't really have a plan um, or have something else to take all that energy and put that energy on. And you mentioned something very interesting about um, your retirement you know, and 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 why you said it's wise for people to make sure they take care of their retirement first, as opposed to the children's. Yeah, retirement. you know, just like when you get on a plane and they and they talk about the oxygen mask, and when it drops yeah. down, you put the mask on yourself first, then on the people around you. You know, yeah. And so yeah. you've got to be able to prepare yourself for retirement. And uh, I, I laugh at my kids all the time. I tell them that I'm going to live forever. So they they decided they better get out and get very successful themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and that retirement putting away, I think I have read, you know, to put away 15% of the money that you make. And mm-hmm. that's a lot. That's a <laughs> lot to put away. But when you begin to figure up if you've saved, oh, let's say if you saved a million dollars, and you're going to live another 30 years, then you divide uh, the 30 into the million dollars and see how much you're going to have every year Mm -hmm. that you can spend. Mm -hmm. And it Mm -hmm. really doesn't amount to that much, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And and that could be a little scary. We don't want to depress everybody about that because what people tell me all the time is they haven't even thought about retirement or they haven't put any money back. And uh, if they work for a company that matches what they do, that would be just critical to do. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and so, I mean, I was, I, you know, I don't know how old I was, maybe 35 before I started saving for retirement. But mm-hmm. uh, they say if you'll just save a little bit from the time you're like 20 years old, it doesn't take mm-hmm. very much for it to add up. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, and then all, and then learning about investing. Like this morning, I, um, like every morning now, I read the Wall Street Journal, and mm-hmm. I think that is just a fascinating newspaper. And uh, you know, we've just got to grow ourselves. And so mm-hmm. I used to read another business, uh, uh, Investors Business Daily. I used to read that every day. So now I've switched to the Wall Street Journal. And I'm going, wow, okay, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. I never would have known it, you know, mm-hmm. if I hadn't have read that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got to be informed. We've got to stretch ourselves, try to be as uh, positive as possible. Um, I'm going to send you this. Uh, I'm just looking at the invitation to the uh, bathroom party. I'm going to send this to <laughs> It is so much. It was so much fun, and the invitation was adorable. My son put that together, Chris, and it's just it was just cute as could be. Sip and shop, sip and shop, <laughs> so <that's> networking, <laughs> and, that's, 
and that shows the creativity there. It also yeah, shows us the yeah. size of your bathroom. <laughs> you had a bathroom party. <laughs> oh, Lordy, yeah. But Tell we, us about we, that We moment. were all over the house. It wasn't just yeah. in the bathroom, but we, you know, I know but, it, it's but it was fun. from the bathroom. <laughs> but we, but, but how many times do you ever drink champagne in the bathroom? We had champagne <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> Now you got to tell us uh, about you know the some of those awesome moments. You you share one of the funny moments with the cigarettes and the three little the three year olds. Tell us about that dream moment when you were able to pay off your home and then build your dream home there in Nashville. What Ooh, tell us about that, that was experience? Very, that was very very cool. Uh, about four miles from where I live today that uh, my Arbonne money paid off the home that I lived in, and it was a very nice home. And uh, since then, the people that bought it, I wish I'd had the vision they had. They've added on, and they, they have made it just a very valuable home. They've had it professionally lighted for Christmas, and oh, does it look beautiful. And I thought, I'm going to do that next year. Why didn't I do that on the outside this year? The inside's beautiful with with a couple of Christmas trees, but I thought, next year I'm going to do lights outside. And to have the choice to be able to say, okay, I'm going to do it. And uh, the choice to take my children at Christmas time to Cancun. I mean, how fun is that? And so this Christmas we're, we're going to Cancun. And last Christmas we went to Cancun. And, I mean, just to have the money to do the things that uh, you would have done a long time ago if you'd had the money. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I hope that I would have thought about it back then. But there was so much that went on and so much I didn't do for a a lot of years. And now I I just go and do what I want to go and do without being encumbered by anyone that tells me I can't do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Give us three three top reasons why a person should be involved, you feel, or why this is a great industry to be involved in. in that Oh, our industry is incredible. I, I think maybe the personal growth would just be so huge. Uh, the money is a good thing. You know, you can, they, some people say that in the Bible it says the, the love of money is the root of all evil. Well, it's not mm-hmm. loving the money, but I can help a lot more people if I have money than if I don't have That's money. That's right. Okay. That's right. And That's right. Um, yeah, and the friends, the people that you meet in this kind of business, and you just grow yourself tremendously. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think that is a big uh, aha moment for me is when I realized that I was participating in some other people's professional growth because they knew me from Arbonne, and I knew them, and that we met. And because we met, their lives have changed. And one of the biggest thrills was when one of the husbands said, you have changed my family forever. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just because I opened my mouth and talked about my business, and his wife was smart enough to grab hold of it. Because not everybody's going to grab hold of it, see? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But how cool is that? And... Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a great business. What a great way to make a living. On the front end, you, you might not feel like you're paid enough. And on the back end, I look at it and I go, gosh, I'm not worth all this. <laughs> <laughs> you 
feel like you need to go do some more work. <laughs> I, I know it's plenty of people on the line say, well, give me some. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, I know, I know. And, there's all, you know, there's always something you can you can do with your money. I mean, you right. you and I know that, that there's always right. something, and, and you right. want to be a good good steward of it. And, that, yeah, my, my kids, I want them to have what they what they can have, but I want them to work for it. That's just right. uh, the way that I was brought up, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I just think it's important to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why is it important for, for, for do you feel, for us to teach our children that? Well, if we don't, they just grow up to be brats, you know, and mm. thinking that the world owes them a living and the entitlement mentality and mm-hmm. it's like I don't want anybody to give me anything. I want to work for every single thing, and I feel like I have worked for every single thing. When mm-hmm. I was 16 years old, I started working, and I was at Woolworths downtown. And the first oh, Woolworths. day, yeah, <laughs> Woolworths. Woolworths, yeah, there's no more. But I mean, it's down on Fifth Avenue many years ago, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, uh, the first day they put me up in the attic area to do inventory where there was no air conditioning. And there was a box of rubber bands opened. And I thought I had to count every rubber band. And I did. I wasn't going to shortchange it one bit. <laughs> and I look back on that now and I thought, now, time-wise, they would have rather me said, okay, there's 125 rubber bands here rather than me sit there and count them all. But, I mean, I was so conscientious. I wanted to do it mm-hmm. right. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you? Do you notice that people are, are as conscientious today or uh, as as then? Is it, is it something that you think we can do to encourage people to, to think more like that today? Well, I don't know how smart that was, really. You know, it wasn't as efficient. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, do I think that... I mean, just that, having the attitude <laughs> of... of, of Yeah, um, of wanting to do not, their not, best. Not, you know, yeah, and, yeah, wanting to do your best and having a sense of drive. And it seems uh-huh. to me like people have kind of given in to everything that's happened. Not saying yeah. that... Um, you know, real lives haven't changed. I mean, I, I know personally, you know, we all have had to reinvent in, in some way or another, but it just seems like our teeth, you know, like a lion is missing some teeth now. It's like we're, right. we're afraid to be strong. And, and we that's just came probably in very so true for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lion mm-hmm. missing some teeth. I got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but then on the other hand, there are people that really are very driven. And mm-hmm. so much is personality, I think. Okay. You know? okay. But you can develop okay. a lot of that, and a lot could be circumstances. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, what's happening in your world, whether it's a divorce, whether it's a sick parent. You know, mm-hmm. there just are all kind of things that keep people from being their personal best at a certain period in their life. But mm-hmm. I think that I have decided that when I'm talking to somebody, I want to know a successful moment and see what they tell me about. You know, if mm-hmm. I say, tell me about a successful moment that you had. And if if they have not had any successful moments, or in high school, they didn't have any successful moments. Or, you know, I always say I'm looking for somebody that's had a lemonade stand because that showed they were an entrepreneur from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so they're just, um, 
a lot of people don't have the desire. Their desires may be in other things, or they don't have the stick-to-itness. A lot of people just have always quit everything they've touched. Mm. And, um, you know, I just feel like I have been so blessed to have the drive that I have. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, it just, um, I, I guess I'm saying I like me, Deborah. Well, you should, because you're a lovely person, <laughs> Carol. Now, please, please, we, we want to thank you so much for your time, and we held you a little longer. We um, Our uh, special guest, other guest, uh, Lisa Nicole Cloud, uh, had a um, something come up to, to alter. We know how life is, and so we'll certainly have her on uh, another time. So we had the privilege of hearing you a little longer, which is great. Everything happens the way it's supposed supposed to happen, and but quickly here, um, give everybody your contact information so that they can definitely stay in contact with you. All right, thank you. It's Carol Wah, and that's spelled W-A-U-G-H. My email address is carol at carolwah.com, and that's W-A-U-G-H. Uh, website is under construction again. You know how you can, it's so hard to keep up. <laughs> so anyway, my guy's You're working on it. So I don't even know what's on it right now. But uh, and uh, a phone number, a direct phone number, would be six one five three three zero two five nine eight. And I'd love and to hear from And you're on Facebook people. too. I know you're on, on Facebook. Facebook right, yeah. I'm on Facebook. And so befriend yeah. me for sure and let's sort of see yeah. what's going on. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I mean, I've I've always got something going on, and I think that's a good thing because, I mean, I, I said when I leave this world, I want to leave just worn out. That's right. Well, we know that you are because you are putting everything into everything for sure. Well, thank you so much, Carol Wall. Again, you, you can tune in to this show if you just caught it. You can always go back and listen to it um, on the archives at the link here or just go to Wealthy Sisters Radio. That's S-I-S-T-A-S radio.com. Also go to Wealthy Direct Sales Women and you'll see Ms. Carol Wall there. Click on her name and you can purchase the book. It will be available the first of next year. Once again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We're going to shift gears now to our last segment of our Wealthy Sister Spotlight featuring Ms. Teresa Cloud Nelson. She's a self-care and effective living specialist, and you can find her at TeresaCloudEagle.com and www.DivineEssentials.com. So tune in. She's got some great tips for us today. Are, um important for self-care, and to eliminate some of the stress. And with that stress, we know how it breaks down our immune system and a lot of our diseases, is what I like to call it, um, and imbalances, uh, they they come as a result of the stress buildup in our lives because our bodies don't have the immunity to fight against us because we're not giving them, you know, giving our bodies the opportunity to rejuvenate. Right, right. And you obviously, with your line of aromatherapy products, you have something that can affect or uh, help us, um, even with your effective living tools. Can you tell us about them, please? Yes, the effective living tools are um, tools that I've developed in my own way to help live more authentically and um, just be more of who you really are 
um, such as the, the tools focus on prayer and um, that being a living seed. So we, we share what prayer, what our understanding of prayer is. Uh, we talk about meditation and help people to learn that um, d- discipline of meditation. Uh, we have a few CDs on that. Uh, we uh, focus on our thoughts and our um, the, the words of using words of compassion and the power of forgiveness. Um, I have a couple of books, The Importance, Well, What It Takes to Nurture Your Soul, The Importance of Self-Care, and um, most recently, Tools for Effective Living, A Guide for a Purpose-Filled Life. And in those books, I share on those two topics to help people to learn how to do those things themselves, how, how our thoughts affect what it is that manifests in our lives, how our words help to bring that thought into manifestation manifestation as well through the power. Um, Forgiveness is a big thing because Mm -hmm. people think that they're forgiving the person that is benefiting the person who you are forgiving, but it truly is benefiting them because it is allowing you, them, the person, to let go of whatever ill that other person, the the culprit Mm -hmm. um, or perpetrator, if you will, uh, initiated on you. It, it's not about um, totally forgiving that other person, but releasing it from your body so that you're so it can you know go about in a healthy state. Because that forgiveness festers like a sore and yeah. becomes in, and your body becomes infected with it, and yeah. then illness comes as a result of that. So we're really about giving people tools that they can apply in their everyday life to live a better, more harmonious um, existence here upon the earth. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, your name has a Native American component. Can you tell yes. us about that? I cannot <laughs> wait to hear this. <laughs> well, first of all, I, I do want to say that Native Native American is a, a large part of my heritage. Yes. Um, and so I remember when I was, First coming out into this holistic world as an adult, I was in an environment where, you know, people were grasping on to Native American and, you know, uh, one eighth, one sixteenth, whatever it was. And I remember <laughs> I asking. Indian in my blood. We used to say that growing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as I saw this, I, I, I just asked, you know, God, the divine, you know, I want to, if I learn anything, I want to learn from authentic, you know, America, Native Americans or, or Indians, right. I think I said. Mm-hmm. Well, um, when I was, uh, I, I did a magazine, and um, it was a holistic um, and inspirational magazine, and one of my authors uh, was having a, a commencement ceremony for a class of students that she had just taught. And in going to that um, event, all participants were asked to, you know, pay attention to the animals, the birds that came into your environment, came to your awareness in your daily life. Mm. And so at the time, I walked uh, a labyrinth. And at the end of that labyrinth, I heard um, the Holy Spirit speak to me, now soar eagle. And so eagle became what was most prevalent in my life. Every everywhere I looked, I saw an eagle. 
um, uh, we have a, a home here in, in Florida, and um, the first time being there, an, an eagle flew over the house even. And so as I went to this um, commencement ceremony, uh, we had a uh, moon lodge ceremony as part of it because it, it, it incorporated American Indian rituals. And during this uh, moon lodge ceremony, uh, the elder and medicine woman of the Esau tribe of West Virginia, who also became a mentor of mine, um, gave us names. Uh, the divine touched her, so through the divine uh, connection that she had, she named each of us. And so mine became Cloud Eagle. And I didn't use it right away because I had to get used to it. It's like, wow, this this is really different. Right. But as it sat on my spirit for a year, and then it was just like, boom, I need to use this name. And hence I've been calling myself Teresa Cloud Eagle um, in, in my business world particularly. And, and as I go through things, and I honor that because it was given to me by God, and it has a certain power that I feel and a connection for me that um, that I just can't let it go. I, I, I just, you know, can't stop using it. Um, oh, you should. You, know, you should. So. It's power. Everything is in a name. And eagle, we all know, is a, is a powerful name. It's a powerful bird. And when we look at the analogies of an eagle and yourself and how you've been able to laser beam focus and rise above and to bring such great products at the Divine Essentials Aromatherapy and the effective tools that you have with your business as well. You have really, really uh, added a whole lot to our world, and we want to say thank you for that. And here, as we close, please give everyone your contact information so that they can get some of this fabulous product, this Citrus ginger hand scrub. I'm telling you, you need to go and get that right now, <laughs> right now. Can I put it on? You can put it on your feet as well. Is is, is that? Well, there. I have another product that goes okay. on the feet, which is okay. But, but you can put it on your feet if you so desire. Okay. I, I, okay. People use the products in ways that I hadn't even anticipated or thought of. <laughs> uh, and I do want to mention that they the products are handcrafted, and yes. I use medicinal grade. Uh, Aroma uh, essential oils in yes. all of the aromatherapy products, and and it you know it helps to heal and bring balance. Yes. But um, my website is TeresaCloudEagle.com. You can get to Divine Essentials that way, or uh, we do have the Divine Essential website, Divine-Essentials.com. So D I V I N E hyphen Essentials.com. Wonderful, wonderful. And Teresa is T-H-E-R-E-S-A. Yes, cloud, okay. C-L-O-U-D, eagle, E-A-G-L-E, dot com. Dot com, dot com. Well, thank you so much. This has been a wonderful, special, special feature with our spotlight interview with Miss Teresa Cloud, Eagle Nelson of Divine Essentials Aromatherapy. Thank you again, and continue to soar on, Eagle. We look forward to more I mean, just continued blessings upon you and your family. Thank you Thank again. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
All right, that was Miss Teresa. So definitely go by her website, visit her at TeresaCloudEagle.com or Divine Essentials Divine Essentials Dash Divine Dash Essentials dot com. Excuse me, and uh, she's at six one four. Four seven six eight six eight zero. Well, again, we want to thank you for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters today. Stay tuned for next week. We'll have another fabulous show as we continue with our series on Wealthy Direct Sales Women. We'll be interviewing none other than the fabulous, fabulous Sharice Richards uh, from Five Links and also Miss Janelle Vachon from So. I always say that wrong. The fabulous healthy chocolate company. So we've got a great show for you planned. And we just again want to wish everyone a happy holiday season. And remember to keep that expectancy level on high. Wishing you and your family the best of everything great. Take care and we will see you next week. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters, brought to you by the professional black woman, turning your concepts into cash. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host next week, as she interviews another powerful, progressive, and positive sister, and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. That's www.wealthysistas.com. 